Just like you wouldn't go to a 10-year-old's birthday party and think that her best days were behind her, this celebration this morning is an expression of our faith that our best days as a church are yet to come. I am personally believing God that our second decade will be more fruitful than our first. I am believing that in spite of the reality that many churches are declining, we serve a God who never shrinks and never declines. This morning, I want to share my heart with you for our church as we go forward together into the next decade. Here are some scriptures I want to share my thoughts from this morning. Matthew 28, 18 through 20 says this, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Acts chapter 1 verse 8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Hebrews 12 verses 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run Spring Valley Community Church with perseverance, the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. 1 Peter 2, verses 9 through 10. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. And finally, John chapter 13 Verses 34 and 35, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. By God's grace, what will define Spring Valley over the next decade? Quickly, five things. What will define us as a church as we go forward together into the next decade? Number one, an unapologetic passion for Jesus Christ. I see a church that is committed to follow Jesus Christ through thick and thin, that our passion for God would be infectious throughout this community, that our deepest desire would be to see the name of Jesus lifted high above every name. I see a church that worships with joy, awe, and enthusiasm, that we would be the kind of people who demonstrate our thankfulness and awe of God when we open our mouths to sing. I see a church that is driven by making disciples, that our passion for Jesus would drive us to give our lives away in making other followers of Jesus, that all we do as a church would move us towards disciple-making. I see a church that is not just simply busy with activity, but rather strategically working to help people know and follow Jesus Christ. I see a church that is filled with people who are growing on their own, that we all would be making time with God a priority each day, that we would read God's word, we would apply it to our lives, we would be people of prayer, that many of us would define our relationship with God as close. I see a church that is passionate for Jesus Christ because friends, 
Apathy, indifference, and living a lukewarm life has never advanced the cause of Christ on the earth. Second thing that will define us as we go forward, radical generosity. Generous with our energy, generous with our gifts, and generous with our money. I see a church that is willing to spend their energy on advancing God's kingdom in our workplaces, homes, neighborhoods, and on Sunday morning. That we would recognize that our lives belong to Jesus, and that means our time belongs to Jesus. And we would generously give our lives away so that others would know him. I see a church that gives sacrificially, that every person who calls Spring Valley Community Church home would make the commitment to tithe on their income, that every parent would teach their kids to be generous towards God. I see a church that has a global vision, that we would use our resources to send missionaries to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ where his name has yet to be named, that we would give generously so that those who have never heard would hear because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I see a church that loves the poor, the fatherless, the alien, and the stranger, that we might be a church looking for opportunities to love, bless, and give to those who are in need. Third, what will define us as we go forward? Uncommon hospitality. Let let me remind you that in the New Testament, the word hospitality means love for strangers. Hospitality is not a dinner party, but rather a way of life that welcomes strangers into our lives so that through us they can experience the love of God. I see a church that is filled with people who are willing to open their homes and that our homes would be places of ministry where people are meeting Jesus around our kitchen table as we love them and serve them. I see a church that is incredibly welcoming and hospitable on Sunday morning, that we might not be content to be friendly and nice, but also willing to go out of our way to welcome those into our church who are new, that there would not be a single person who would ever leave a service that we have, and they would never be able to say, those people did not love me and welcome me well. I see a church that has a heart for adoption and foster care, that for those who God is leading to show them the ultimate act of hospitality, that we might generously support adoption and foster care, that children who are right now without a family might find one in the people of Spring Valley Community Church. I see a church filled with family photos that are multi-ethnic as we express the reality of God's kingdom here. Fourthly, what will define us as we go forward? We will be externally focused. The beginning of disciple-making is when people meet Jesus Christ. We haven't made a disciple when someone gives their life to Jesus, and yet we aren't truly making disciples if people aren't meeting Jesus. I see a church that is dependent on the Spirit of God to empower us to be his witnesses in every sphere of influence we have, that we would be unashamed of the gospel and we would boldly share it. I see a church that is willing to die to its personal preferences and consumer mentality and focus on reaching lost people, that we would be more concerned with being ambassadors for Christ than we would about ourselves. I see a church that is growing with new converts, that the lines outside our baptismal pool would be long, that we would be praying for lost people in our lives, that we wouldn't make any excuses not to be involved in evangelism. 
I see a church that cares so deeply for our community and for the lost and disconnected that we would be willing to plant more churches and plant campuses of Spring Valley Community Church, that we wouldn't get into our building and feel like we're home, but we truly are building a base camp where we can send out more missionaries into this community so people can know Jesus Christ. And finally, what will define us as a church? We must be profoundly loving. Jesus said we would be known not for our preaching, music, building, kids' ministry, or cafe. Jesus said Chester and Montgomery County would know Spring Valley Community Church belongs to him because we love one another. I see a church that loves one another in meaningful community, that we would be united around Jesus and his mission in our connection groups, that none of us would be following Jesus in isolation. I see a church that is multi-ethnic and diverse, that we would never be known as the white church, but that we would be a church that welcomes people from every tribe, tongue, and nation to express that our citizenship is not in the United States of America, but our citizenship is in heaven, and God loves all people regardless of class or race or mother tongue. I see a church that isn't petty, gossipy, or bitter, that we would be quick to forgive, quick to listen, quick to work out our differences, that we wouldn't let our differences drive us apart, but rather drive us to the cross of Jesus Christ and see that his love for us enables us to love each other well. I see a church that serves one another, that we would take Jesus seriously when he tells us that to be truly great is to serve others, that there wouldn't be people in need among us because we want to take such good care of the people who call this place home. I see a church that feels like family, that like every family, we will have our flaws, but we would commit ourselves to one another. I see a church where the hurting and broken find healing, that people are loved so well and cared for so well, not by the pastors, but by the people, that their wounds would heal and that the love of God would be expressed in the people of God and bring healing to those whose lives are fractured right now. What will it take for us to move into the future together so that we don't become the kind of church that Daniel described where we just feel like everything's great or we, we built a building or we've grown a little bit? What will it take for us to actually take new ground for the kingdom of Jesus Christ? Every single one of us taking our eyes off of ourselves and fixing them squarely on Jesus Christ. What's clear is this. If we don't deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Jesus, none of this will be possible. I believe God can do all of this in us together if we choose to make our lives about him and him alone. That's who we want to be as a church. That's where we want to go forward to, externally focused, profoundly loving, uncommon hospitality. All these things that God is stirring in our hearts, a passion for Jesus Christ, and that it would be marked by a deep generosity. So to kick off these next 10 years, starting in October, we want to have a month of prayer. A month of prayer in October. What we want to do is every day in the month of October, we want at least two people to specifically be spending the day both praying and fasting for our church. 
There are so many things unfolding right now as our church is continuing just to grow and we're in this building project and we're heading into these next 10 years. We absolutely need to be praying and we need to be seeking God together. If something happens when we don't pray, or if nothing happens when we don't pray, something happens when we do. See, I see a church that is committed to prayer that we would not see prayer as another activity, but rather our normal way of doing everything as a church. That the intensity of our prayer lives would reveal the depth of our dependence on God. It is easy for me to stand up here and say, this is what we want to do together, but it is going to be hard work to become what God is calling us to become. We will work like it depends on us, and we will pray like it depends on God. And so, next week, I'm going to ask you, during service, if you would be committing, maybe you and your spouse, or if you're single, you can just say, I'll commit to pray for one day in October. We'll let you know what we're going to want you to be praying for, a day to fast and pray, and you're like, well, I can't go without food because of my job or health reasons. No problem. Choose something that you're going to deny yourself of so you can spend a day praying for Spring Valley. Next week, we're going to ask you to sign up for that, and we want to go into the next 10 years with a focus on praying and asking God to do his work in this vision because we absolutely cannot do it on our own. So, will we go forward together? I hope so. Let's ask God for his help this morning. God, we have celebrated your work here this morning. We have looked back. And Lord, even as Daniel said, there's danger in looking back because we can begin to long for what's past. And God, I thank you for that word he spoke today. You are a God of the present. You have things that you want to do among us now. Lord, you see the next 10 years of this church. And Lord, I pray that you would mature us. I pray that you would grow us. I pray that you would give us a deeper love for those who are disconnected from Jesus Christ. I pray that you would work in every one of our hearts. Lord God, I pray we would be a people who would say, to live is Christ and to die is gain. That when we're on this planet and as long as you've given us breath in our lungs, we will live for Jesus and we will put him first. God, help us. We naturally want to turn inwards and make our lives about us. And so, God, we need you by work of your spirit to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Lord, I am so thankful for every person you've sent here, even those of us who have joined recently. And God, I pray you would raise up a church that is passionate for the name of Jesus and you would do more in this place than we can even ask or imagine. Lord, I pray that as we celebrate and have lunch together and cake and have fun together, Lord, just bless the celebration as our, we really do say, to God be the glory. In your name I pray, amen, amen.